Hi, this is Kirby Black Witch. Hi, this is Porsche the Pimp. And you're listening to Les Vibe. The gayest, and I mean the gayest podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and other listening sites. Today's topic is talking trauma and comedy. Let's make it funny. Let's talk about that. Hey, Porsche. Hey, what's going on? Hey, I'm good. You've remembered my name for the second time round. I know I'm doing good. I'm so Shit, you know, Otherwise, I'll be on that level. Hey, I got on somebody that level. else here. Hey, 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 we, got, hey. we got a special guest. Yes. That's Introduce me. yourself. Introduce yourself. What's going on, everybody? It is Bree Bree Comedy on Instagram, TikTok. Y'all know me. The book bag stood. <laughs> welcome welcome Bree. it's nice having thank you thank you for joining you. us yes 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 let's get into it shall we let's 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 so yes, i wanted to throw some questions out to both you Porsche. we can obviously talk about this in the best possible way but one of the things I wanted to get into is about laughing, about being able to make light of situations and seeing the light side of things. Always look on the bright side of life. The reason I say this because I think, especially in our community, we have a lot of things that go on in our lives that we've either grown up with, and uh, we, not all of us, but some of us are not healed from, um, and some may hide from it, and some may not confront it, and some may find other ways to heal from it, i.e. seeking solace in other ways, being that counselling, or, you know, looking back and smiling about it, thinking, you know, it was hard then, but I can now say, you know, I am in a stronger place. So... What do you think about that, guys? How do you feel about people who have not fully healed fully when it comes to their traumas? Is there issues when it comes to lesbians and the term trauma? Let's talk about it. Great. You can go ahead. Uh, definitely mm-hmm. um, causes issues. Because um, luckily, the universe loves me so much. They keep sending me people that have trauma and that's like still stuck in their childhood. Oh um, no! That's where they're fully healed, and um, yeah, so it's definitely an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an issue. I would say it's an issue when that person that you're with mm-hmm. is not willing to work on healing more. Yes, you, know? mm-hmm. you have you. You know, I've run into people and dated women that thinks that oh, because they haven't been in a relationship for two, three months, I'm healed. I'm good. Um, that's that's not how it works that's not how it works that's a lie I feel like you're gonna heal you're gonna heal till your eyes close for good I feel Mm -hmm. like it's it's always gonna be something else that you're gonna have to heal from Mm. as you go get older Um, so yeah it is a a issue when it comes to that person that doesn't want to heal Yes, it wouldn't be an issue if you're able to be with that person and say hey I see you know you have trauma and there's some things that you need to heal mm-hmm. let's work on that together mm-hmm. but a lot of relationships are trauma bond relationships mm. Mm. let's talk about let's that let's talk about so, that say it, Bray. 
<laughs> so when you're trauma bonding with someone, you're not healing. Y'all really just bonding over the simple fact that, listen, my goldfish died and your goldfish died too. And we both, you know, upset right. about it. Oh, yep. We both ain't healed from it. So it's like, but then when the smoke clears and y'all really getting to know each other, it's like, you know what? We're not connected as I thought we was. We was only connected because of the trauma that we shared. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that that it, it it's a big issue, but it don't it doesn't have to be. Yes, no. I feel I feel it doesn't have to be an issue in the community. Mm-hmm. Porsche, what are you thinking? I'd have to say I I agree. Um, it's a large par- problem within the community, um, because people don't take the time to heal. Mm-hmm. They look on social media, they mm-hmm. see these couples together, mm-hmm. they see them love bonding, uh, love bombing you know, each other. Yeah. Like that's not love. Mm-hmm. You can't go based off of these relationships that are presented on social media. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the hell is going on behind closed doors. That pop. The problem is people don't take the time to heal because they're so busy and worried about what the hell somebody else is doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead of worried mm-hmm. about their damn self. Mm-hmm. That's really what you have to do is, you know what I'm saying? Think about self. Yeah. Why the hell are you worried about what I don't know? I'm just throwing a name out there. Patty is doing. Yeah. With Kiki. Yeah. Why are you worried about that? <laughs> right. Right. No, but why, it's true. why are you trying it's to true. be like Kiki? Yeah. You know why can't you just be you? I feel like in this day and age, what people are not realizing is how, you know, this is the part that's funny because we let's make this funny. Is it's funny how people, like you say, they try and copy and imitate what they see on social media and what other people are doing. It's almost like that child in uh, a testing situation, i.e., you know, they've got their paper, they've got their pencil, and they're trying to, you know, do the work. And they've done the hard work. They've done the research. They've done all that. And they're writing their answers down and they're filling it in and they're going into detail about what it is that they're doing. And there's that one kid who's across from them from another table who's looking over and trying to copy what Mm -hmm. they have and they're Mm -hmm. doing so they're Mm -hmm. cheating Mm -hmm. and it's because they automatically assume oh because that person's happy because they have these details and they know exactly what they're doing i'm gonna copy that and i'm gonna try and make it bigger badder and better the problem is the student in particular in this analogy the person who's doing the hard work the grafting you know writing in detail and has took the time to know the answers they're mm-hmm. the ones that are going to get the A star. The copycat is not going to get anything but an F. Why? Because you're fake. You're right. faking the funk. You try you too hard. You can't do that. You're you trying too to hard. Do you, you don't, don't do have it. to be like everybody else. Just be mm-hmm. yourself. And that's and the, the funny part. Mm-hmm. You're cheating yourself. You ain't cheating yes. nobody but yourself. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, you'll exactly. continue to be miserable if you don't take the time to heal. Exactly. And it's going to take time. Like Bree said. Shit, and how do you know who you are? How do you know who you are if you're trying to be like everybody else? I can't exactly. know who Brianna exactly. is if I'm trying to be like Keisha. Like Keisha can't know who I who she is if she's trying to be like me. So you, you can't know you. You can't heal if mm-hmm. you're too busy focused on somebody else and what they got going on. And oh, I want to be like them. I want to be, be better than them. My, one thing what? my mom used to always tell me. I used to always say I want to be just like you when I grow up. She would say, "Be better than me. Always mm-hmm. be better than me." Exactly. It's not about, I think there's this notion where people say, you know, some people are brought up with, you know, oh, I've got to be better than the next person. No, everybody. And I always say this, everybody is out here in these streets running 
this race that is live. Start worrying mm -hmm. about what starting position someone starts in to get to the running position in their life and where they are on the track. You need right. to stay on track in order for you to fulfill the life that you need. Stop worrying about others because at the end of the day, you came in this world on your own. You gonna mm -hmm. come out, out on your own. Exactly. You feel right. me? Exactly. Stop trying to be like everybody else. Take time to know yourself. Mm -hmm. We think we know ourselves. We really don't unless we sit down and just sit with ourselves. Mm -hmm. yeah. What yeah. What do you like? You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, what triggers you? You know, yes. you need to know this stuff. Because mm -hmm. in order for you to be with anybody, you got to love yourself. You got to know yourself. Right. That's what it boils oh, yeah. down to. And it's like, you have to take, I don't know about y'all, mm -hmm. but I've had to take breaks from social media mm -hmm. because it's 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 such a, a, a race to be mm -hmm. the best. And it's like, I'm not even in that mind frame. Mm. I'm just out here being me. And you got other people out here that don't want to be themselves. Like, it's just like, right. and it's just like, all right, I need to take a break because this is not my reality. And that's the funny thing about the whole thing of social media. They call it social media. And not to be, not to cause a pun right here, but what's funny about it is um, for social media is there needs to be a social aspect for the media. And it's like people are being anti-social on social media, media because of the way in which they think that they need to live this life. And because it's that media aspect and everybody must see something about them it's like people have forgotten how to hold things back and that leads into my next question which is a lot of people out here in these streets have triggers obviously there's things that you know like I say especially in our community you know if you've had the heartbreak and you know you've had people like you say who aren't healed or people who are cheating lying deceivers but the thing that I want to get back to is the fact of what is it that you think that triggers people to still live in this triggerment bubble, if we shall call it. And Attention. how... Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Yes, yes, you, you, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> ding, ding. So what's how, what in them is this triggerment bubble? And not only that, why is it that they choose to, again, no pun intended, find it funny that when someone tries to tell them that they're causing triggerment, to them or to others that they just don't know how to handle it or they don't know how to perceive the situation let's talk about that mm. go ahead go ahead Bri. go ahead oh, okay um yeah attention attention <laughs> and more attention <laughs> <laughs> and that's facts no that's, that's facts it. i mean it's, there's it's no, other no other way around <laughs> period it's, it's all it's all attention in the it's, end. Yeah, it's attention, attention, attention. It's one of the technical difficulties. We didn't had all types of stuff happen. Hey, listen, still, believe me, hey, hunty. Believe dogs me. Barking, kids running in. Talking. Hey, we real, we real, we real. Don't worry about it. You fine. You're it fine. Happens. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> like yo, I am struggling over here. 
Don't worry good. about it. No, it's true. I do think it's attention. It's what was you going to say, Bria Porsche? What do you think yes, about that? There we go. So There's yes, no other way um, to sum it up. There's, I mean, it, it's attention-seeking. That is literally what it is. It's attention-seeking. And I say that it's attention-seeking because I have literally have dealt with somebody that's like that. Go on. Um, do tell if you want to share. The thing is, most people I've learned, um, for one, they they don't want they like to stay in that bubble because mm-hmm. healing, um, healing in the healing process, you're really getting to know you. Yes. Some people don't like themselves. <laughs> sex Bree. I don't like sex, what I'm sex, seeing. Sex, I don't yeah. like people what now? People what now? People what now? They don't they don't like themselves. Ooh, that's they don't the like themselves. Sip sip. And so, what do they do? They run from it. Mm-hmm. So let me let me imitate to be somebody else because if I heal completely, this person mm, mm, he might not get the attention that I'm used to getting if I stay in my toxicness, in my Whoa. brokenness, in my traumaness. Like I don't even know if that's a word, but we're gonna use it. Hey, today. we're gonna use um, it today. Traumaness <laughs> is a word now. It is it's a traumaness. Word. I'm, I'm staying in my trauma. Traumaness. <laughs> yes. So yeah, people wants to stay in that moment because they think in the attention that they're getting. Yeah. It's almost like when people used to say they're not laughing with you, they're laughing at you. Mm. See, they don't know the difference because that's the that's the it's oh I'm really getting attention. I'm really getting attention. It's yep. kind of like people are really noticing me. And um literally dealing with someone that's like that, I would ask her, why are you this way? Why are you doing certain things? Why do you want to stay a victim, you mm. know, of um, and I remember her saying, Well, I didn't get enough attention when I was young, so I'm gonna get it now. Whoa, you still you're not a child girl. anymore, yeah, you're you're still still a girl, but we're not a child anymore. Facts. And um, she would say certain things that would trigger me to make me mad because she likes that, that's what she's used to. That's that toxinness that she likes. That toxinness energy is what Mm-mm. she's used to. So I'm going to bring you out of that bubble. Mm-hmm. Because literally with her, y'all, I'm telling you. <laughs> 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 I literally, like, man, I had to cut that off because she put me in a place of my past where I said I was going to forget. Mm. And I did not like that. Don't oh. put me in a past spot. Don't do that. Don't put me in my past at all. Cause, uh, but you don't want to be there. No, nope. she. It's the anger. Like I used to have real bad anger issues, you know. Mm-hmm. And she knew that, but she knew once she knew what would make me angry, because it's not now. I'm not. I'm slowly to, eager to get angry. Like nobody can really. You have to really, really, really. Do something to piss me off. Well and, done for that, though. That well done for that. Yeah, and she—I say she's the devil because she knew Dang. what to do. <laughs> <laughs> she knew exactly how to she piss said me she's the off devil. <laughs> and to get to me, and y'all, I'm literally like, "How is this girl doing this? I don't even show this part. I haven't showed this part of me to her at all for her to even." Have something to use against me. Mm-hmm. How else would she know what to do if she ain't the devil? That's the devil. Yeah, she's the, the devil. D E V I L. Ran into a devil before. Let me tell you. Yeah, so I, yeah. I get it. 
that see this 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 is not this is not how it should be i'd actually (laughs) brie you smacking this out of the park because my next part is all about you and uh hey you gotta ask this on your own (laughs) oh can we get up ooh ooh um (laughs) (laughs) how have you dealt with trauma not just present but past and how have you managed to use that in the world of comedy that you're in how did i manage to deal with comedy that's really Mm -hmm. but really i'm let me let me put it this way Mm -hmm. i grew up I say that's what I say. I grew up. When I say that, it's because I was one of those people that wanted to be stuck in my traumaness. Traumaness. I wanted to be, <laughs> I wanted to, you know, because anything, anybody that said anything out the way to me, it was easy for me to say, well, you're going to get this reaction now because you just did something that caused me trauma. So now I'm going to be stuck. I, I grew up at the age of 21. Somebody, mm-hmm. I was sitting in, um, I was in college, and I was sitting in a grocery store. Mm-hmm. I'm pausing because I don't know why the hell was I sitting in the grocery store. But I was sitting <laughs> in the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if I was with my brother or waiting on somebody, but whatever. Uh, I was sitting in the grocery store, and this older lady came and sat beside me. And um, that's why I know that angels are real, because she just randomly popped up out of nowhere. Oh, mm-hmm. lady. She sat beside me and she said, you have been through a lot. And I said, you don't know me? And she was like, oh, I know you. And she was like, just looking at you, have a lot of pain in your eyes. And I people used to always tell me that all the time, but mm-hmm. I was like, well, no, you can't see, you know. And she was like, you know, you can smile all you want to. Um, I still see the pain. Um, Lock up my pain. Yeah, and she was like, you don't have to tell me what you went through. She said, but I want to say this. She said, the person that you're losing sleep over is sleeping fine. Oh. I said, what? Dang. Damn. She said, well, let me put it this way. The person that hurt you is not sorry that they hurt you. They're sleeping fine while wow. you're not sleeping. So. Oh, that just like tripped you out. Yeah, it yeah, because it was out, like. Bro. It it was like, okay, you're right, because I'm gonna let y'all in on my past because now I can talk about it. So let's talk trigger, about it. Let's talk trigger about warning, it. trigger warning. So trigger when warning. I was twelve, until I was twelve from twelve to sixteen, I was uh raped and molested by my stepbrother. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry. Um no, don't don't cause that because I'm I'm not a victim, I'm victorious over all of that, baby. Beautiful. But mm-hmm. um when that happened, he would come in my room at one o'clock between one and three. Mm-hmm. So for the longest, I would not go to sleep until after one or three mm-hmm. because I felt like I always felt like he would come in my room mm-hmm. or something like that. So when she said that, it made me realize that he really is sleeping fine and I'm over here like torturing myself not even getting any sleep Mm -hmm. not trying to go to sleep I'm trying to stay up find something to do because 
if I go to sleep, he gonna come and get me. Mm-hmm. Then she hit me with, but you're gonna have to forgive him. Ooh. Damn. Wow. And I got so furious with her. I got up and I walked away. Damn. Damn. I up and I walked stick, away. Like, and what? when I walked, mm-hmm. when I kind of looked back, she was gone. What? Man, ain't nothing but God right there, man. Out of thin, wow. out of thin, she, was, she was gone, literally. And a um, couple months down the road, um, I was at church. I going to church all the time. Um, and this guy, prophet, well, we call him prophets, and I guess, you know. Okay. In tune with Jesus. Jesus. Um, <laughs> Jesus. He was a guest speaker. And his message was forgiveness. And I was like, okay. I don't want to hear nothing about no forgiveness. Because mm-hmm. why, my, at that moment, I was thinking, why, 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 would I, why I need to forgive? What am I? Why would I need to forgive him? It's evil. Mm-hmm. What, what he did. I don't want to mm-hmm. forgive him. Mm-hmm. I'm forgiving him. I'm saying like it's okay that he did that. It's not okay. Right. I don't want to forgive him. Mm-hmm. And um, th- so then maybe like two or three weeks later, mm-hmm. again, my actual preacher she came up to me. She said, "I want to. I want to counsel you. Oh, I want you to. I want to counsel you." And she was, um, she was like, you know, I prayed, and she was like, you know, God put me, um, put you on my heart, and I want to counsel you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, counseling is for crazy folks. I'm not crazy. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not going to counsel. Black people don't counsel. We don't, black black people say we don't do that. We don't like, do that. Counseling, crazy people. Therapist never. Need no therapist. Ain't no therapist. Nah. Ain't no therapy. Um, I thought about it. I thought about it, and you know, my brother who was younger than me, um, he was like, "What you got to lose? It's just counseling." He was like, "Anybody got to know?" She, he was like, "She came to you. You told me. You haven't told nobody else. Go to counseling." Mm-hmm. So I went, and um, <laughs> the first sermon, or well, not sermon, but the first subject was to talk about what happened and then work on forgiveness. Mm. So I was like, okay, this is three times I've heard this. So at this point, I got three times the charm. At this point. And I asked her, I was like, why do I need to forgive what he did? And she said, you're not forgiven for him. You're forgiven for yourself. And mm. I guarantee you, once you forgive, you will be able to sleep at night. She said, I want you to say this one thing. You will not have control over my life or my feelings or emotions anymore. I forgive you. Mm. She said, I said, forgive, not forget. Never forget what they did because everything happens for a reason. And mm. for the longest, I used to always say God didn't like me because why would he put me in this situation to go through this? Mm. And it wasn't until I got older through comedy, releasing people to it. I never forget I was in um, college, and this is when somebody was like, "You should be a comedian." And I was going to school at the time for um, psychology, mm-hmm. and the um, instructor was teaching on um, 
sexual harassment and sex, you know molestation rape or all that mm-hmm. and um one guy was like well if y'all would watch what y'all wear you know it wouldn't turn people on and i'm like well damn i had on a barbie's nightgown bonnet, <laughs> and, some bon- oh, and some barbie slippers who the fuck finds barbie attractive you know <laughs> Yeah, there no, you go. That's, 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 right. that's, that, what, that's what that's I was right. doing. And at first, everybody's like, it's not funny. But then after a while, it was like, okay, I see what you did there. So yeah, what I'm yeah, saying yeah, is, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. What, what do you mean? It what depends on, like, so I was looking good in some Barbie slippers and a bonnet? I don't agree. You know? Oh, my God. <laughs> bruh. Like, you got so, me over here dead, and I feel wrong for laughing. Yeah, like the way she said, I was like, bruh. Oh wow! But I'm like, it's oh. like you. It makes you uncomfortable. I like that. I like for it to make you uncomfortable because after a while, it's like, okay, she's she's good. I can laugh. I got, because you have to. Yep, and you I agree to. with you. That's how you. I agree you, with you, you. If you if you take everything serious, now certain things I do agree that it should not be joked on. You know, what of I'm course. Saying? Um, but I am a mixture between comedy and dark humor. Mm-hmm. So. I always say I'm in between, but when I made that joke and, you know, from then on, it was like, okay, that's how I'm going to get over this. This is how I'm going to forgive him. This is how I'm going to be, because I can get it out in different ways. Yes. And, um, yeah, that's how I incorporated it into my comedy. And that's what helped me, like, literally, honestly, before TikTok, I would just I wouldn't even do comedy shows. I'm, I'm just to me. I never thought I was that funny to be on a comedy oh, show. Oh no, you funny as hell, bro! Like <laughs> I just thought I was just a funny cousin at the cookout. That's all you know. Always making everybody laugh at the Not the cookout. It started I'm with really... the backpack <laughs> video for me. Yeah, man. yeah, the backpack, the backpack video is brilliant. I'm not that even gonna lie. Everybody's favorite video. Literally, it's iconic. It's iconic. <laughs> it is, and that's one of the reasons why I followed you. Like on TikTok because it was yeah. just so there was no forced nature behind it. It was just No, it was just pure it was seamless. Pure, yeah. It was seamless. And that's story. why I think you work so well. And the reason why I said it is because what you said, especially to people who are essay survivors, I am an essay survivor. Mm-hmm. You know, I was the same. I was eleven and it happened in the church. Salute so, to both of y'all, man, for real. So that shit is no joke. It's 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 messed up, and it's like when people talk to you and say to you, "Oh, this is what, this is what happened to you," and blah blah blah, and you know, and you do kind of make light of it because when people do say stupid shit like, "Oh, wow, it's what you're wearing, bro," I was a no. What? Like I'm wearing pedal pushers, some friggin' jelly sh- sh- um, sandals, and a, a t-shirt. What? Like, and people don't seem to understand that. And you're right. It's, for me, it wasn't even so much the forgiveness aspect. Like, I didn't have anyone to really talk to me about that. It was a family member. And it was my grandmother. And she told me to basically express myself. And I did. And then, you know how they say, you know, black people don't do therapy, dog. You, you don't need to do therapy, man. You don't no, need to do therapy, man. No, 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 no. I it's only been in the last year I've been in therapy and that is something that came up and I realized how deep that was and it made me it's a part of me that made me who I am 
and why I am mm-hmm. the way I am. And you're right. You have to, you're not forgiving them per se. You're forgiving yourself for feeling guilty about what they did. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. them. It's the, mm-hmm. it's yeah. not your fault because you do beat yourself up. You do mm-hmm. feel like it's your fault. You do feel like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I obviously lured this person in and made them feel like they had the right to do this. No, they didn't. But you need to forgive yourself because you are the victim. And I say victim, not in the sense of, oh, well, you know, uh, you have to stay in there. No. But Mm -hmm. as a victim, you have, as for me, I will say this, where I knew that I couldn't let that feeling, that guilt, that reign of terror that person put on me as a child stay with me. I couldn't have that negative dark cloud hanging around me and it'd be something that determines me as an adult so I knew Mm -hmm. that I had to set things aside because I'm a mother now and I have to make sure that I know that I don't project that onto others my child so on and so forth and take out an anger that I felt at that point throughout my life because of that that I must continue that no that's Mm -hmm. why I say to anybody who is um like myself like Brie don't be so hard on you it's not you it's them learn to love and forgive yourself there is nothing wrong with you there was nothing wrong with you at all. oh god and go nothing. don't let anyone tell you black people don't do therapy poc don't do therapy yes we do yes we do. good damn it do yeah. that you know how nice do it that is to not have judge gone why are you crying for why are you being like that for? No, these people sitting there go, and how does that mean? Oh my God, you really want to know how I feel? Oh my God, you want to listen to me? Oh my God. Right. right. I believe that's why so much homophobia, transphobia, all kind of phobias within the black community. Ooh, she went there. Ain't nobody, Ooh, ain't, yeah, nobody ain't nobody getting no mental health around this mug. So, you know, whatever uh, somebody uh-huh. is putting on you, whatever your daddy said, oh no, boys don't do this, girls don't do this, you're growing up and doing the same thing and it's just a repeat pattern yeah i want that to get out of the black community that not getting mental uh getting mental health is crazy because mm-hmm. it's really that's why we're so we're crabs in a barrel that's why we want to do yes. somebody else that's why we exactly. can't you know congratulate somebody that's why we can't find anybody that's real mm-hmm. because too many people want to be fake too many people want to be like people on social media superficial yep yeah like they and they're using their traumas and stuff because everybody have trauma you know yes it might not be your trauma might not be as bad as mine but trauma is trauma Mm, so everybody has it but we thinking that oh if we you know we smoke it away we drink it away you know do a little crack do a little bell <laughs> you know work my ass off you know go buy prostitute you know shit like oh my God. we think about everything <laughs> we think about everything but the right <laughs> like, on the Jordans. I'm set to wait. you going through all of this, I'm and the first thing that you think of is, "Damn, let me go out here and, uh, you know, go, let me go to a strip club and buy me a prostitute and do crap." Instead of being like, "Oh, you know, if I go to healing, that will help me." You know, if I go to counseling, oh, that, shit. like we think about everything but that. And my thing is, how do we think that counseling is making is for crazy? But 
all the other shit that we doing to heal ain't crazy. Like, you know, we think ass backwards. Yo, yo, ass backwards is hell. But I was thinking, man, I was thinking this. Somebody yeah. need to come up with this idea. Go on, stripper therapist. Oh, lap dance and let it out. Stripper need therapy. No. Exactly. A stripper therapist. No, no, no. Stripper, oh, stripper, stripper th- therapist. Oh, oh yeah. Like, yes. You go to yeah. a therapist, yes. right? Yeah. And she's a stripper at the same time. So she, you have a little. She do a little strip tease. The counselor, and she give you the stripper. Maybe that's what we need to do. Yes. You know. So tell me, how was your childhood? Shaking ass. It was nice. It was all in your face. Wiggle, wiggle, yeah. Wiggle, wiggle, yeah. People just gonna be going to counseling, but that makes sense because people be going to counseling just to go because they. Yo. Ha ha. Hey. connected. Push, push the pimp has now made a new business idea. Stripper counseling. Oh, yes. stripper psychology. I am you going through something, man. Listen, y'all come over man. here and look at these stripper shake ass. Yes, as any licensed therapist. Okay, yes. Don't fall in love with them, though. No, yes. no, they're just your therapist. Just they're your just therapists. No, that's stripping for you. No, trying to heal you. They trying to make you better. <laughs> no, because I'm gonna say because. Has there ever been a moment for both of you where something has happened to you that has been, this is going to sound so weird, but hear me out. <coughs> Excuse me. Where it's been a level of traumatic, a traumatic experience. And you've, you've looked back and gone, man, that was some bullshit. But you can laugh at your pain now, but you yes. couldn't back then. What are your experiences? Okay, so... <laughs> I guess, you know, we, we, we can all get personal here. Mm-hmm. I was talking to my mom the other day. Yeah. And I didn't realize, you know, at 15, it can be a traumatic experience for an older man to hit on you or touch on you or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Trigger warning, trigger warning. Trigger warning, trigger warning. Um, mm-hmm. I used to love taking pictures. I was a photographer at a very early age at 15. Mm-hmm. And there's this guy at our church, our family church, that I would go with and do weddings. And I got paid Mm -hmm. weddings and shit like that. So one day, he just thought he would just touch on me. He was like, take your shoe off. Now, mind you, yeah, this this is a weird-ass story. Now I can laugh at this shit now. But at the moment, I was like, I know what the hell to do. I'm 15, and this this older man that is my mentor, Mm -hmm. we're in the car, and he's telling me, take my shoe off i'm scared at that moment so of I course he starts rubbing on my foot and what? making his way to my leg and i just slapped the shit out of him <laughs> <laughs> the hell you doing man what's wrong with you what's wrong with you, wrong with you? He's like, I'm, I'm, and now mind you he's about in his 40s i'm 15 years old and my feet ain't even done <laughs> They all asking in my church shoes. Listen, this is before I was a stud, so forgive me, but my feet was ashy in them payless shoes. Wrong way. No, uh uh. No, uh uh. (laughs) He trying to rub on my foot. I slapped the shit out of him. I'm like, what the hell? He's like, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I told him, I I, I need to go home. I need to go home now. And I was asking my mom about it. I was like, remember when um, Mr. Corey was his name? 
I'm gonna call him Mr. Corey. His name wasn't really Corey, but it just yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah. I get it. I get it. For you know, so uh, yeah, so yeah, so I was just like, remember when Mr. Corey? Fast forward, came to my graduation at 18. Now, mind you, I had moved to Florida, and he was in Louisiana, and he traveled to Louis to Florida for my graduation. That's creepy as fuck, my guy. And I, I asked my mom about it randomly because we was talking about the photography and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, remember when he came to my graduation? And she was like, no, I, I, I don't recall. And I was like, you remember him touching on my foot? And I just started laughing. <laughs> I was going to make a... <laughs> and I told her just like this. I said, you remember, I, he, he was rubbing on my foot. And I slapped You know the man that was rubbing my toes, man. Yeah. Come on, man. What the hell wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Now I can laugh about the shit now because what the hell is that? Was a weird ass little man. Please watch yourself. You weird ass little man. Don't remember that man that rubbed my toes though. You don't remember him, mom. You don't remember the man that rubbed my toes. The man that rubbed my toes. You about to put my whole foot in his mouth? What's wrong? Oh God! The man with the foot fetish. You don't remember? Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh. Why are you Yo. telling that story? That's all I'm thinking about. It's like, damn, why he couldn't? Maybe if he would have found my feet to drag me, I could have kicked him. Something <laughs> like I had no pants on and a mule kicks. You find that attractive? I should have just kicked your ass in the he, head. You should have mule kicked him like Buckaroo and Buckaroo in good time. When I tell you I slapped the shit out of his head, let me tell you. <laughs> Wait, when you said you slapped his, was he bald head? No, he wasn't. He was balding. But I guess so you slapped his bald ass head? I slapped him right in the middle, like a fucking, like it was a target. Right in the middle of his head. <laughs> What's the hell wrong with you, fellas? What's wrong with you? Oh, shit. I just hit a. First of all, how you can laugh at that shit now, being at 15, you can't really laugh. Yeah. You can't laugh now, at 15, now. but that is some weird like, shit. That was yeah, some weird. That's really shit. weird. Yes, and, and the fact that really came to my graduation, what you thought you finna rub on my toes? I'm gay. Leave me alone. At this Bruh. point, I'm 18 years. Leave me alone, dude. Bruh. That's weird. I mean, I'm not laughing at the situation. I'm just laughing at the fact he was. I'm like, oh my god, Porsche. I'm really. It's the fact you. I slapped the shit out of him. I'm like, yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Listen, toes. My toes. Like, it was just a reaction. Like my mama told me, if anybody tried to put their hands on you, whoop their ass. Yeah. Shit out of this. Yeah, like, you didn't even real. ask. Yeah, go. like why would you ask off. a fifteen-year-old? Can I rub your damned? That's some crazy he didn't even ask. bullshit. He didn't, he didn't even ask. He was like, take your shoe take off. Your shoes off. That's so was... creepy. What like, is you wrong could... with people? You couldn't even ask. Hey, do you need a foot rub so I can tell your ass? No, you just gonna. Take your shoes off. That's Bruh. some nah. And at fifteen, nah, I couldn't go nah. up to his wife because I, you know, what I'm saying to be like your 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 husband tried to rub my feet. I just want to let you know that, like I couldn't go up to her and say that, like you know. That's like, oh my god, that would have been the weirdest conversation. Hi, Mrs. Corey. Um, I just want to let you know that Mr. Corey asked me to take my <laughs> shoe off and asked to rub my toes. Now I didn't know where he was going with this, but I did <laughs> slap the fuck out of him in the process. Now, if you're right. wondering where that handprint came from, it was my 15-year-old ass. Please oh, know this. Thank you. Yes. Bless you. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh. Like one yeah. thing. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. No, Bree, it was a tell lot. Tell me yours I isn't as bad as that. Bree, huh? Tell me yours is is not as I don't even know how to come back to that. 
<laughs> bro, Brie, is your tra- is 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 yours something that you can laugh back at something? Is it just on that part too? No, was it no, I, no, it's not foot rub or anything. Um, <laughs> I'm no, well, I couldn't. Well, here's the thing. So when my stepbrother started doing what he was doing, being mm-hmm. the devil that he is, um, this is where I came up. If you ever hear me, like growing up with brothers, my biological brothers, I was like, you know what? What I've been through, I know for a fact, niggas don't care who they live with. They will live with anything. So. Mm. I would literally now this is this is too much. I don't do this anymore, you guys, so don't judge. Um, but then, you know, I felt like if I stayed musty under my arm, he wouldn't bother me. <laughs> Bray. Because it would be like, no, nah, this bitch stay, okay? I'm not touching you tonight. You know, Bray, no, you know, that's I'm what good. I would thought, you know, I would think. But <clears throat> no, it didn't help. So Holly wouldn't recommend because niggas do not care. They do not care. They do not care. Like, literally, when I was sitting there one day when it came out, I was um, like 16, 17, and mm-hmm. I was sitting at the table with my uncle, and um, my brother, you, he was like, y'all remember when Brianna used to have a problem with wearing deodorant? <laughs> and <I was> like, <laughs> oh, shit. And my mom was like, what? Because she worked all the time. So it was like, she didn't, you know what I'm saying? She was there, but she, it was, by the time she got there, we was already in bed. So um, I was like, yeah, but I did that for a reason. And he was like, my brother, little brother, was like, there's no reason for anybody to be musty. I don't care who you are. Oh, there's shit. no reason for oh, God. no excuse. <clears throat> and my little brother didn't know what had happened at the time. Yeah. So... Only at the table, only my sister, my uncle, and my mom knew. Mm. And so I was like, he was like, so what was the reason? And I was like, I thought that if I was musty, that would keep some room off of me. You mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So um, when that happened, my little brother was like, <laughs> wait a minute, what the fuck? What happened? When, what? When did this happen? Like, it just oh, literally like, no. And um, my uncle was like, yeah, you're right. Dudes do not care. He said, because I don't... You was musty. Like, you was really, like, hot doggy. Like, you was... It was really, you know it was what? really bad. I, I, I was concerned you. about I you. I want my, I want my <laughs> dog to feather. No, I'm not. No, uh-uh. He was concerned nope. about you for a moment. And it nope. was like, you know, that's why I, I, I thought that that would be a great experiment, and it failed. Niggas did not care. So, highly one recommend you know, literally, they don't care what you have on. Mm-hmm. Clearly, nothing. Like, so, and to be on a serious note, I wouldn't talk about it for a long time because growing up in the Black community, the first thing that they love to say is, well, what did you have on? Yeah, that's the first thing. Some men can't control themselves, so you have to watch what you wear. Bitch, it's people in diapers. What is about a pamper or a You better preach. You know what I'm saying? So I would tell um, my uncle, because bless his heart, he was older and he's older, one of them older uh, black dudes. I used to tell him, you can't say that. You can't say okay. what did I have on or, you know, mm-hmm. he never came at me personally <clears throat> with that. But he would say, you know, little things before they knew, well, what did she have on? Or what? It doesn't matter. Exactly. What a person have on. Um, if you want to go out your house butt naked, 
that's your business. That's not an invite for you to come and bother me. No means no. I just want to be naked because Evening was naked before she ate off the tree. So I just want to be naked. You know, I just want to be naked. So, you know, a lot of people, and this is for my essay victims, a lot of us don't come out because when we hear that question, yeah, we shut down. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to talk about it no more because it's like, not only are you making me feel like what he did was okay, now you're really making it feel like it's my fault. Yeah, and I know it's not my fault, but <clears throat> you're telling me because what I had on invited him to or her do what she no no no, no that can mentally mm-hmm. fuck somebody up. Like, yeah, yeah, and that and that would. I tried telling, I did try talking about it in school to the, the school council. Mm-hmm. And literally, um, I gave her a hypothetical. I didn't say it was me, but, you know, I gave her a mm-hmm. hypothetical about the situation. And the first thing she said was, well, you got to look at the factors. Is it something that she's wearing? And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to talk to you no more. Cause yep. <clears throat> um. No, it, it, some men are just gross. All men are gross to me, but some men are just gross. You know, like it yep. doesn't matter what you have on. So I would say, you know, don't hold that in. And besides comedy, you know, y'all get so many comments and inboxes of people saying, "Oh my God, you made my day," and I'm going through this and going through that. Mm-hmm. I always <clears> said <throat> that I didn't know why I went through what I went through. But mm-hmm. as I got older and I started talking about it more, like if y'all would have caught me ten years ago talking about this, I'm like, <laughs> understandable. <laughs> can't even understandable. Can't even speak hey, because I hear like, that. It had a chokehold on me, but um, I've met so many people, you know, older people, mm-hmm. older lady I worked with, maybe around fifty, six, between fifty and sixty, um. We was talking about it, and she was like, you know, I've never told anybody. And I said, you've never told anybody? She said, no. Said, no. You, stuff like that growing up in my age, you swept under the rug. You didn't tell nobody that. Yep. And I said, and you <clears throat> were forced, and this was a family member. I was saying, you, how did you deal with being around this person? Because to me, that's even more traumatic. Yeah. Because now you're watching people. I'm going to tell you what used to get me when I, before I said anything or what was going on. I used to hate the relationships him and my mama had. Mm-hmm. Hated it because he knew I was my mama's heart. You know, all mm-hmm. of her people, but it's something about me that she just, you know, we, that's my girl. So he would do things to take the attention or make her fuss at me. Like I remember he would go and tell her, you know, I was picking at him for, just a plain out lie. He said I picked at him for, because he couldn't read. Um, and I'm like, she's like, that's not funny. And I'm like, Ma, I just walked in the door. I don't even, I mean, it ain't my fault that he can't read. Shame. <laughs> he sit in the gym all day. He already slowed. It ain't my fault. But my thing is, I ain't saying nothing to this man. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing to him. You know, I ain't saying no. So, and whenever she would fuss at me, it would hurt my feelings. And it made uh, a wedge between me and her. Mm-hmm. So... Um, you know, I asked her, I said, you know, seeing them laugh and joke, and she was like, yeah, it, it bothers me. And she said, um, her mom was sick, very, very ill. And I said, you, you should 
get that off your chest. You need to tell hers, tell somebody, you know. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, I was going to write a letter and, and just be done with it. Mm-hmm. And um, she said that she had, her sister had came over next day, this is the next day at work, and she mm-hmm. um, came and she was like, I'm so glad I had this conversation with you because I actually talked to them about it. Mm-hmm. And um, she said that her sister came over and in the midst of her getting ready to write the letter, that her sister was like, you've been on my mind. Oh. You, you know, like you're, you you really been, you was on my mind all night. Is this something you want to talk about? And um, this family member that it happened with was the popular family member, you know, just the one that everybody adored, everybody loved. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> um, she said at first it was, you know, like an elephant sat on her chest. Like she just couldn't, she couldn't say it. But um, her sister, was, you know, just kept saying, like, you can tell me, you can talk to me about it. And she ended up telling her. And when she told her, come to find out, he did that to her sister too. Oh, shit. And it went from her to the sister to a cousin to another cousin. Damn. To, you know, and it, everybody started saying, you know, like, because when she told her sister, her sister and I believe she told me her mom talked about it. Mm-hmm. The mom told the aunt the aunt asked her children and it just went on. Jesus Christ. I ain't even Christian. And wow. She was like literally, Brie, it was half of the females in our family that he did this to. Jesus. And she was like, I thank you because had I never said anything, nobody would have ever known. Wow. So um, you know, round of applause for that. No, round of applause, yeah. Yeah, like on that. a level, like round of applause for yes, that man. Yes. Oh my yeah. god! So, um, you know, I haven't seen we. That was years ago. I haven't seen her talk to. Like I said, it was an older lady, but mm-hmm. at the time, you know, I was asking her while we was together. You know, how's the family doing and all this and then. And she said, honestly, she said she kept her mouth closed because she thought that it would split them up. She said, but it actually brought them closer. Yes. And she said, I think mm. it's because it was so many of us that he did that to. Mm-hmm. It was like, whew, now we can say it. Yes. Now we can be like, man, we don't want this dude to come over here no more. You know? Good. And um, last time I think, you know, he, he hasn't. Well, she was older anyway. Like, she was already like 50, 60 or something. So I think he was like, he wasn't that much older than her, but yeah. So mm-hmm. that that and after that, I would start talking to people about it more, and it just amazed me how so many people have went through this same thing and never said anything. Right. And I started making it, telling them my story and how I did it and how I, you know, came out with it, which I came out with it. You know, like on some lifetime shit. Like you, you won't stop touching me. Like, I'm dead. Like, I'm waiting. Literally, swear to God, that's how I was because it, it was so much pressure at that time. But you know, I was telling them, "Don't you gotta come out like that?" But no, um, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, you know, I, the more I talked to them and the more I gave them advice on how to come out. You know, so yeah. many people were able to tell their parents, and you know, 
a lot of us are scared to tell our parents because it's either an uncle, a brother, a cousin, a, a, a aunt, a granddaddy, a daddy, you know. And mm-hmm. it's like, if I say this, are they going to believe me? Mm. You know, and you know, some of some of them coming out, you know, it, it caused conflict. But overall, they're good because they get it off of them. And that's it's a beautiful thing me. that you're helping people yes, do. That's beautiful. So, so I now I don't say, you know, why, why me? Why, why did this happen to happen to me? Um, why not me? Mm. Happen for a reason. Mm. And that's, that's a hard serious. thing. That's that's that's, that's that takes a lot of maturity and healing to say, go from why me to well, why not me? Mm. Obviously, you put this battle and put me in this war for a reason so why not me and you know and I actually got that from a preacher and it was like hmm if you think about it you know why not me of course it's like I'm not saying that it should have happened to me what I'm saying is it happened for a reason and it it sucks that it happened and it had to happen that way but it brought out so many of my talents and uh, uh, making people laugh and being able to, y'all understand, making people laugh puts mm. me at an all-time high. Mm-hmm. You know I know what, what you mean about, I know what you mean about not why me. I would say, I think wording it is different for me. It would be a case of, not why not me it'd be more of a fact of it happened to me i can't change it i've accepted it i shouldn't have to but i have to in order for me to move on and Mm -hmm. i think like because i know people because i know how some people will be they listen to that and be like okay you have to understand people say things in different ways and especially with you know, being in different countries, different cultures and whatever, we word things differently. And I know what Brie means by saying, mm-hmm. well, why not me? She's not saying it's her, it should have happened to her. Like, why not me? It's fine. It happened to me. That's not what she's saying. What she's saying is, is she knows it's happened. She can't change the past, but right. she's using the experience that she went through to gain an understanding of others, to help others, through her comedy to know that they can understand things through the elements of the art of comedy to feel a little bit of sanctuary mm-hmm. that's what she's getting at um mm-hmm. and i understand in that respect because for me granted luckily trigger warning there was the the penetration aspect i was lucky yeah. i missed it but the other aspects were still there. And that is something as someone who is 33 that will say the same as you. It happened. It's in my past. It molded the person I am to this day. It's not, I'm not going to let it affect me. And when I say that is because then I'm, le- I'm letting the person know that at that 11 year old girl, that the 53 year old man that you were, you've won. And there is no way I'm going to mm-hmm. let you be victorious over that 11-year-old girl. Because exactly. 22 years later, that young girl that you decided to do that to over a period of time 
is stronger, is harder, is determined to make sure that others do not go through what I went through. I went through. Yep. And that's what that's about. And that's the point of it. And that's yeah. what she's saying because I know how people can misconstrue things and whatever. And I know what Brie means because hearing it, it makes sense to me. But I don't want people misconstruing the wording. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And I think that with the way in which you do comedy, which we're going to get on to talking about, Miss Brie Brie, um, sure. your comedy, do tell us more. Um, about what it is that you do, where you're traveling next, how many sets you got, please do tell us more. Well, as of right now, I don't have any sets left for this year. Um, mm-hmm. But next year, well, actually, I take that back. This year, we're actually going to do like a virtual comedy show. So what we're going nice. to run out like an Airbnb. We're going to have different com- uh, comedians. Um, David Walker is one of them. He's uh, TikTok sensation. If y'all don't follow him, go follow him. He's mm-hmm. very, very funny. Um, it's he's part of the LGBTQ mm-hmm. plus barbecue HQ. <laughs> the barbecue, barbecue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the alphabet community. Um, yes, God. Yeah. Yes, God. Yes, God. <laughs> so, um, we're just gonna have a bunch of comedians of the community, and we're gonna rent this Airbnb out, and we're gonna do a virtual comedy show. I don't know when it will be as of yet, because um, Knee Baby comedy is still putting it together. Mm-hmm. Um, but next year, she will actually be in Dallas in June mm-hmm. 18th? 19th. June 19th. Mm-hmm. Um, so y'all can get your virtual tickets for that, but um, mm-hmm. that will be the last actual in-person comedy show until next year. Next year, we're trying to figure out where exactly we're going to kick it off. Um, We want to do all 50 states. So far, we have done North Carolina. That would be lit. Virginia. Mm -hmm. um, Virginia? Mm -hmm. Virginia Beach was the first one. Was it good? Was it good to you? Yes. And then we did um, Charlotte, North Carolina, and Dallas. And um next year we're gonna like i said we're gonna figure out what we're gonna kick it off to we're mm-hmm. getting passports because eventually we want to be international too so. come to the uk yeah, yeah. UK, we got UK. a lot of people from uk that want us to come there and do comedy shows so we, we, we manifest it great manifest it man you Look, push the work out there. the work in yeah, um also i am working on a book Ooh. Which I hope will turn into. I want to eventually turn into a TV show called Studs. Yes. Um, and the reason that I named it that is because I feel like studs are not represented the right way on TV. Um, because we're looked at as oh, they just women trying to be cute. You know? Yeah, that's a good and, point. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm saying like you know, you know, you see the gay men that have their shows. You see femme lesbians. You see studs every now and then on different shows, but they're not representative of how we actually are. You know, you mean like the real studs, the real studs of uh, real studs of the USA? Just gonna have yeah. studs. <laughs> the USA, oh. yeah. real, real studs club, studs club. Uh, so I am working on that, mm-hmm. um, and that will be you know 
the book. I'm I'm speaking. I'm manifesting it now. Will be on HBO. Yes, you will. I would love to work with Issa Rae because I want. Yeah. Have you ever seen Insecure? Yes, love I love it. how I have insecure, seen an episode too. Yeah, I love how she how it flows and how it. I want this to be sort of like that. Mm-hmm. So, sophisticated. Um, yeah, you know, I wanna wanna you know bring light and show people that it's more to this than what y'all see. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we some good damn daddies. You know what I'm saying? Oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> The step Ooh, daddy. We are the best step studs ever. Yes. Oh, oh God, we are. Uh, yes, you are. But we are very loving. We are very mm-hmm. caring. Some now you do have those ones that Toxic. are <laughs> Toxic those, bitches. The... Get them. <laughs> Toxic ghetto bitches. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you do have those. You have those that are, and I'm touching on that too. I'm putting that in there too because yes. I want, I want, I want the world to see all of that. You yes. know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really want to be able to where we can get on TV and have a TV show that we can relate. To. Yes, we need it. We do need it. Yes. I mean, everybody was like, "Oh, watch the L word. Watch the L word." Okay, the oh L God. word doesn't touch on. It, it, it doesn't just lesbians. It's yeah, it's not much like a POC standpoint just, of lesbians right. to a degree. Like it doesn't have like all. our culture these women at all. Like, yeah, like so I'm not a I'm white a... woman, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. So yeah. I want to get on, and I want to turn the TV on. I want to be like, yes, a show that I can get with that I can yes. watch that what I'm being represented on, and. I'm already ready for the oh well children don't need to see that. Well children don't need to see about them drugs and a whole lot of stuff uh-huh. that y'all allow them to see. Uh-huh. As long as it's heterosexual, y'all are fine. Yeah. Um, Let them know. So why can't we be represented on TV and why can't a child that has a two parent, two same sex household parent Mm-hmm. I've said that all the way backwards. Um, can't watch TV and <laughs> we, we know what you mean. We know what you mean. Can't watch TV and be like, oh my gosh, I see something that I can relate to. Mm-hmm. You know, and so yeah, I'm already ready for the backlash from the straight black. Who that's what's gonna gives come from. a fuck what they have it's to me. say? It's none of that fucking business. Hedro always thing. seem to be the one that <laughs> we all see. Fucking, 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 fuckums. Because yeah. heteronormatives seem to be the thing on TV, and we don't want us always see that too. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. So. I'm dead. <laughs> But no, I will say I should end the show with that song. Get down straight. <laughs> hey, hey, I've been coming up with this <laughs> all damn time. Hey, fuck you, heteronormatives. Fuck you. <laughs> but no, I would love to say thank you, Brie, so so much. I don't know about Porsche, but yeah. I think this has been a an um, amazing episode. We've loved having you on. Having me. And can yes, you just say your um your TikTok handle and your IG handle for us again, please? Brie Brie comedy on on uh, TikTok. Brie Brie it... underscore comedy on TikTok. Okay. Brie Brie underscore comedy on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm nowhere else. <laughs> but you're here. <laughs> no. But the clouds. <laughs> but the clouds. But the clouds. But the clouds. Nowhere else. 
No, um, but um, no, thank you. And oh, YouTube too. You. YouTube is just Bree Bree comedy. So. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you, you hear that, everybody? So YouTube. IG, YouTube, and TikTok is Bree Bree underscore comedy. Um, thank you so much. If you guys have enjoyed this, uh, we hope you have. If you click in the Anchor app, the community tab, there will be the question, as always, that says, what is your view? You can click it, write your thoughts and feelings and everything. If we've missed anything, do you agree with things? What do you disagree with? All of that jazz. You'll also go on to Spotify and you will find the reply button in the right-hand corner. It's a white button with the same question. Click it. You can do your stuff there also and leave a comment. Now, uh... I would like to ask, do you guys have a final point that you would like to say to the audience listening before we wrap this up? Um, I just want to thank Brie for, you know, joining us on this episode. We yeah. really appreciate appreciate it. Sharing your stories with mm-hmm. us, man. Um, to both you and Nay, man, like I haven't went through anything like that. Thank God. Just a little foot rub. Bro. But, um, I swear, you know what? Mm-mm. I wasn't trying to put that to be funny, and I was just like, "Bro, uh, real, I mean, no. we did say let's <laughs> no. make it funny." Um, hey, we 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 did. I, I ain't got nothing but a foot rub compared to y'all, and I just salute y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are strong women. Notice I said women. I didn't say stud and woman. I didn't say that. I said y'all are some strong women for real. Because we have boobs. We have boobs and vaginas. Y'all definitely Vagina. got more boobs than me. That's for sure. <laughs> I ain't got no chest. Just say but vagina. Anyway, no, of course, you, you always some, gotta I say your vagina. Ah. vagina. 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 You know, cut these motherfuckers off and give them away. <laughs> I know you're ready to, like, especially blamange now with the table. Blamange, 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 blamange. Yeah. I think um, we should say your last piece, my darling Brie and Porsche. Let me hear what you think. I. Um, well, thank y'all first for having me on here. You of know, course, invite me back. I love it. I love talking and I love talking. yes. Um, what I want people to understand is and learn from this is heal from your mm. trauma mm-hmm. and find humor in your trauma. Mm. It's gonna be hard. Because mm-hmm. it's like ain't nothing funny about it, but you think about it, it's something that you can be like, you know what? Oh, that is kind of funny. So find humor in it because of the simple fact that live, laugh, and love. And like mm-hmm. it's to be anything mm-hmm. but unhappy. And I'm telling you, the more that you stay in your trauma, the more miserable you will be. Mm-hmm. Because you can't find you you can't I always tell people after the rain, it's always a rainbow. After everything on the gods, preach, the gods. but preach. You can't want to get out of that thunderstorm if you're connecting with another thunderstorm, and then it's mm-hmm. going to turn into a tsunami, hurricane, tornado. Yes. Um, and you know, you think that the attention that you're getting from being a victim is good attention, but it's not. Mm-mm. So heal from it. Heal from that. And also, um, just man, just live life, man. Mm-hmm. And live I say it to the fullest. I will say as a final point for myself, anybody listening out here who is an essay victim, trigger warning, know that this is not your fault. 
this yeah. is nothing to do with you. This is the perpetrator, not you. You are still a beautiful individual inside and out. Don't let anybody tarnish who you are. You are still a diamond. You are still blessed, even though you may not feel that way at this very moment. There are people around you who support you, care for you and love you, and will always stand by you no matter what, and will always have a shoulder for you to cry on. Don't yeah. feel as though you can't talk and open up to people. There are numbers, depending on where you are in the world, there are numbers out there to talk and to conversate with people. If you feel as though you need a, an avenue, then yes. I mean, my inbox is always open. I know that the guys, I don't know if they're the same, but like, you know, I know, like you said, Bree, with people who have spoke to you and possibly yourself, Bush, and just feel like if you've got someone to talk to and then if you need the help, we can direct you with numbers and ways so you can find the help. But just know that you're not dwelling, you're trying to heal. Your healing process, that wound that is open, is going to take time to heal. It's all about making sure you go to the necessary avenues to find a way to help and allow that wound to heal so that you can become better, healthier, happier in yourself. Because you may feel as though there is not an, an easy outcome and not a way for you to seek solitude and see the light in the tunnel. But there is always somebody out there with a hand outstretched waiting to help you. And, and, and can I add this part in there? Yes. Um, one last thing, touching on what um, Nate said. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, um, when you, don't hold it in. Say it. Tell mm -hmm. it. Tell it, mm -hmm. tell it. Um, and don't be afraid because it's going to make people uncomfortable. Don't be afraid of how it's going to make people feel. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, you're doing that for you. This mm -hmm. healing path that you're going on, it's going to make people uncomfortable. It's going yes. to make people uh, walk away and not talk to you. But those are the people that wasn't meant to be in your life to begin with. And that, that comes uh, from family, friends, yep. anybody. Yep. If tell it and forget if it makes them uncomfortable because it is your path to go on, not theirs. So yep. it's okay for it for them to make it them uncomfortable. But as long as it makes you feel better and you're getting that off of you and you're on your way to healing, tell it, stay on that path, don't let nobody disturb you off of it and make you feel like you're what you're doing is wrong. I don't care, tell it and if y'all yeah. need to hit me up. You know, mm -hmm. hit me up. I'll talk to you about it. I I I will talk to anybody about this subject yep, all same. day, every day. Same. So yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you, Brie. And I have been Curvy Black Witch. And we oh, got... Brie Brie. Oh. <laughs> Yay! And you have been who? <laughs> yes, no. go on. And this has been Les Vibe. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Thank we you love guys. Deuces. Bye bye. Much love, deuces. <laughs>